Some say the meaning of life is 42, and we are finally getting some meaning around resurrection on this 42nd episode of Resurrection Revealed. Welcome back and Happy New Year 2015. This is Troy Heinrichs with you on the Resurrection Revealed podcast, the unofficial podcast and blog by fans and for fans about ABC Television's Resurrection. And we are so excited that we are back with four in a row as we wrap up season two. And what a great way to kick it off this evening with tonight's episode entitled Prophecy. This is our quick initial thoughts and questions needing answered episode, and I'll be with you for the next four weeks as we wrap up season two here on Sunday nights. Wayne and I will have our full discussion feedback episode later on in the week, so be sure to get a call in to plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine if you'd like to leave information or questions or theories that all the res heads may have out there. We'd love to hear from you, or of course, visit our feedback page at resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback to get your information in by 4 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays for the next four weeks. We start off, and it's going to be a quick one this evening because there's just a lot we want to talk about with all of you later on in the week, but the big questions that are coming out of this evening that we want to hear from you on are, first of all, of course... Mr. Preacher Man himself, can you actually survive a lightning strike is the first question I have and be able to walk away and talk about it later on. And I don't know if anybody else has picked up on this with Twain's being the name that it is down there. And it's, you know, in the South, it's on the Mississippi. You know, does Twain's have anything tied to Mark Twain and are any of his stories kind of woven into resurrection? I've always wondered that myself. And if anybody else can think of any Mark Twain lore that he might have written, uh, whether it be Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, or anything else, and if you can pull any Mark Twain out of resurrection, it'd be great to know if Aaron Zellman and Tara and Michelle are working some of the stories into this great television show that we've been experiencing over the last two seasons. Now, of course, the big question Jacob has is, why are we at this barn, and what is it all about, and how could we disappear, and what does it mean to disappear? And we finally get a little bit more of the backstory on Margaret this evening, and she talks about the fact that she was basically married into the Langston family, like an arranged marriage, because her father, Grandpa Anderson, was able to work for the Langstons. Very interesting story. Did not see that twist coming. And I guess the real question is for all of you, when someone says something and doesn't really mean it, we've talked about that with Elaine previously when she mentioned something about taking care of Ray. We had that happen twice this week. So do you think that Margaret really hates her children when she says that? Or does she hate herself for being put into this place, this Langston family? And is she really more upset with herself than she is with her children? And what did she mean when she actually said that? What were your thoughts and your takeaways on that? Give us a call, 904-469-7469 or resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. The other place that that came up this week, of course, was 
when they were showing all the flashbacks at first, we didn't know if this was going to be the day that Jacob died. It kind of felt that way, but then they had to show us the calendar of November, which if we remember, I believe the death was in October. So it could have been a October, November calendar. We just didn't see the October part. And then we do find out that this is the day that Jacob died through the conversation Lucille has with Maggie. But the big thing that came out of it was this, you know, Henry always told me that I should not burn the candle at both ends because I'd be useless the next day. And here I fell asleep and you knew where this was going right away in that she blames herself or she always wondered if Henry blamed her. And then Henry throws that back at Lucille in the big argument during the episode you know, I never blamed you for falling asleep for the death of our son. Now, when he says it, he chooses his words carefully, but the fact that he says it, does he really mean it? Has he really been holding this grudge? Has the fact that the factory never went back to operation again was because he was trying to reconcile how he could continue living with this woman who basically killed her son? What are the feelings he's having? How do you interpret Henry and what he really feels. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Again, resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. You can actually record your feedback right from your smartphone using our send voicemail button. It's really quick and easy. We'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on Henry and Lucille's relationship? And have they been carrying a burden around that's now coming to the surface because everything has been portrayed out in front of everyone in the show? And of course, the big question I have for this evening is, of course, Bellamy and his sister. Now, previously, he was at the facility and wasn't allowed to see his sister because he was sick. Now, we know that he was running out of medicine, and we know that Angela gave him medicine as well as the amniotic fluid to find the cure. But who else at the facility would know that that happened because I thought Angela slid it under the table to Maggie's bag as they left the facility. So the people in charge really don't know what's going on. So when Bellamy makes the phone call to say, Hey, can my sis come home and I'll claim her? Wouldn't other people at the government agency be suspicious of that? I don't know if anybody else was thinking that, or if they just kind of chalked it up to, well, you know, he's on the medicine. So we assume he's got enough vials. Therefore she can go and be claimed by Bellamy. What are your thoughts? Again, 904-469-7469 by 4 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. But of course, the big question going into the final three episodes of this season is the preacher man. And obviously, we now know that he was around at the time of little Robert and Jenny growing up back in their time and that he tried to save Robert. So their two lives are intertwined. But What a great, great finale where you're just sitting there in the field and the half moon is sitting there on the ground, burned in, almost like a crop circle, for those of us that are still stuck on Ray's alien theory, because Ray knows. And you have this half moon, which matches his birthmark. So there's there has to be something about Bellamy that's bigger than the whole thing when Maggie was talking in the previous episode before the holiday about how it's just not a coincidence that you're here, that you were from Arcadia and you came back with Jacob. And then to have the preacher man come up to him and kind of have that same conversation of, you know, we're destined to heal the town because the town is sick. And then he has the tree tattooed onto his back. 
that was pretty impressive to have then the cicadas literally erupt out of the ground and make the vision of the tree in this vision. Again, could this be the tree of knowledge of good and evil? As we've been seeing kind of back and forth, what's good, what's evil. When we look at Margaret specifically, Grandma Langston, and how she's been dealing with her stuff. And then, of course, the tree of life from the Garden of Eden. And is life really what we're seeing here in Arcadia? Or is this some different form of life at the end of the day? Again, give us your call, 904-469-7469. Visit the page over at resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. We'd love to hear all the thoughts, all the theories from the res heads about prophecy this week. It's going to be great talking with you later on. Wayne and I will be back with our full show. Again, resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. This has been Quick Initial Thoughts and Questions Needing Answered. From me, I'm Troy Heinrichs. Glad that we are back on this journey together, and we will see you next time on Resurrection Revealed. Resurrection Revealed is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx, especially the Once podcast. If you're already watching Resurrection, you should be watching Once Upon a Time right before it at 8 Eastern and Pacific, 7 Central, and then listen to Once, the unofficial podcast and blog and forum with theories and talk about ABC's Once Upon a Time. All this and a bunch more of great content is waiting for you all over at noodle.mx.